This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call here at 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Send us your questions, your emails, and we will be happy to respond directly or answer on the show. Joining us this morning, as always, he's here. He's yeah, he he's kind of clear. Tony, sure. Tony, what's shaking bacon? It's been a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, it has been a couple of weeks. I, I know you've been busy and you and the wife got away for a little vacation. That was nice, right? It was. It was, you know, I, I I was I was fortunate enough to have a wife that was okay with me going to Argentina and go on a bucket list hunt. So when when uh, came time for our anniversary and she wanted to go somewhere, uh, could not complain. Yeah. So uh, she she got to pick this one. I got to pick the first one. She got to pick the second one. That's awesome. Well, I think that's great. But now you have to come back to work to recover from your vacation. Or at least oh, I, need a vac- I do. need a vacation for my vacation. I usually have to. When I go on vacation, I'm, I'm wiped. And then I come back to work to actually just kind of settle down and get, you know, relax. Oh, man. It's, uh, you know, uh, it, it's 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 a good problem to have, yeah, right? You, yeah, you, you know, you're, you're, you can't really complain. No. However, yes, coming back in, you know, you, you got jet lag and, uh, you know, the flight was, you know, five, six hours. Then you come back in and you get three hours sleep. And, uh, you know, we, we were, we were gone. The kids are jumping up down the bed three hours later and, uh, away you go, right. Life just picks back up and keeps going. So can't really, can't really complain, (laughs) but, uh, it is a, it is a little bit, uh, is a little bit exhausting, but, uh, but that's a good thing. So, well, Hey, before the uh, show, you know, when we were discussing what we're going to talk about today, I I love the title you came up with or the overall uh, topic. And, you said climbing the wall of worry. I love in 2023. Yep, yep, climbing the wall of worry in 2023. So when you say climbing the wall of worry, what are you talking about, Travis? I love that phrase. Well, uh, we we started off January coming off of uh, you know the worst year we've had in the market since 2008. Uh, yep. We we started off that Jan- in January, and you know the markets looked like they were they were like you know what it's time to push reset and we're ready to go. And all of a sudden you had this surge for the first three four weeks of the year, and then all of a sudden the banking crisis right all of a sudden you got svb silvergate capital uh now first republic and and it's like oh my goodness like this is the story that will not end when is this thing gonna stop and i still get questions to 
to right now. I mean, where sure. people are calling in or sending emails or, you know, clients are calling, you know, hey, well, what's going on with this banking crisis thing? Do I need to take all my money out of the bank? No, you do not. Um, and, and we'll talk about that in a moment. And now, Tony, uh, the the next shooter drop, I guess, if you will, is we just got the Federal Reserve raise a quarter point again. Yep. Is the Fed going to continue? Is the Fed not going to continue? Did they go too far? Have they not gone far enough? <clears throat> a lot of uncertainty out there regarding the Fed. And if it was not, uh, if, if that was not enough, right, that is enough. But if it wasn't enough, you got the debt ceiling debate. And now everybody and their brother is like, oh, my gosh, we are about to crash. What's going to happen? Now you got the debt ceiling, right? So the best thing, the best remedy for for anything of that nature is a little sunshine, right? Let's look at it. Let's see. Let's see if there's actually something to worry about, or let's see if we're just falling victim to our own, you know, psychological, uh, you know, tendencies, which are, you know, which is to worry more than, you know, we we worry if we're not participating in the market as much. We worry if we are. We, you know, are is the next shoe about to drop? I mean, there's always something to worry about. But is there something to worry about? So, so let's start from the beginning, and we'll we'll talk through the banking crisis. We'll go through the Fed, and then we'll hit the debt ceiling, and uh, and hopefully we'll we'll shed some light on these issues for the listener. So, well, yeah, I mean, uh, there is a lot going on out there, and of course, I keep hearing the, every time you turn the hot around. Topic is of course the the debt ceiling and all of these items, and and you know it's funny because one little the Fed does anything, you know, one way or another. And the markets, you know, jump up and down all over the place, you know. Gyrations galore. <laughs> exactly. So where do you yep. want to start with all this? Let's start with the banking okay. crisis. Uh, I, I think <clears throat> I think it's it's pretty prudent to to just start with where we where we started, where we are, and kind of where I think we're going. So where where this all started was, uh, you know, obviously, was there some mismanagement at SVB? Probably. Uh, But I mean, I'll be quite honest with you. Uh, show me a show me a bank that hasn't had some questionable uh, issues in the past, and yeah. uh, and 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 I'll I'll show you something that uh, you probably aren't digging deep enough on. So you know, not saying that banks you know they're going to make money, they're going to have to make money, but their biggest issue for for this case to take up for these banking institutions, I think mismanagement aside or, or, you know, things, things happen. Um, it was the federal reserve, the raising of the interest rates that happened so rapidly, so quickly, they could not get out of the way. Their capital, their capital was just, you know, taking a huge hit because their duration risk, meaning Tony, I think, I think a lot of people when they, when they think about bonds, they think about, okay, what's my yield, but there's something called duration and duration risk. And what that means is, is the movement of interest rates will determine price fluctuation. So if you have a, a, let's say a bond with a duration of 10, if the interest rate market moves up or down 1%, well, then that means your value underlying could also move up or down 10%, Mm. right? It's just the, it's the multiple of how interest rates move price, right? That's that's the simplistic term of how to how to understand the impact. And what happened is is these banks, they were having to go out further and further on this risk spectrum on the duration risk 
And whenever you saw interest rates shoot up, now, even though we're only talking about going from like 1.6 in, you know, beginning of 2020, what, 2021, 2022, up to where we are right now, which is about mm, three and a half to four percent on the 10 year treasury. Doesn't sound like a lot, but on a 20 or 30 year duration bond, that's a lot. I mean, that is huge. So whenever their capital basically started taking a hit, you just, you saw some people take advantage, and and it was the first social media run on banks. Now First Republic, that's a whole different animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you actually had several banks step in; uh, they still could not save the sinking ship. Yeah. So you know there are and and will be times whenever institutions go out of business. Yep. I mean, you know, if you look at the S and P and the the top five hundred companies in nineteen hundred versus nineteen fifty versus today. It looks completely different, right? I mean, companies are going to be here today, gone tomorrow. I mean, everybody can probably remember getting the Sears catalog back in the 70s and the 80s. Where is Sears today? Right. It's not it's not uncommon for these large institutions to to have trouble because they don't adapt. Uh, GE, perfect example. Everyone and their brother used to have GE in their portfolio. Now, a lot of people run from GE. Right. Because now they're they're such a conglomerate. They spread themselves way too thin and you you get what you get right i mean it right. just uh they can't keep up so as far as the banking crisis is, is concerned i would not if if it were me and you're out there listening if you're thinking you know hey um you know actually no exaggeration tony i had someone ask me the other day should i just take all my money out put it in a jar and bury it in the yard <laughs> and they were half kidding but they were half oh, serious yeah. and the answer is absolutely well, not no. Uh, because think about it, you know the FDIC, good, bad, indifferent. They're already they're already telegraphing. They're going to back it up. The Fed's going to backstop. The FDIC is going to backstop pretty much all deposits, uh, or at least that's what that's what the the tendency has been thus far. So I think the the risk to the consumer is probably not great. Uh, now. Could you see a lot of mergers and acquisitions? Could you see banks, uh, you know, fold under the J.P. Morgan umbrella, the Wells Fargo, uh, Citigroup, PNC, uh, USB, U.S. Bank? Could you see those happen? Sure. But the chance that, you know, all these banks are going to just all of a sudden start folding up like tents, I I think is really kind of overblown. So. If that's your worry out there, and folks, remember this show is called Wall of Worry. If that's your worry, please don't don't worry yourself to death. There's absolutely nothing you can do with it. You know, make sure that you're not, uh, you know, overloaded in any one financial institution, and I think you'll be fine. So that that's that's the banking crisis. But Tony, that leads us into the Fed. The Fed actually they they basically pulled the stick back on the plane. Remember we talked about Top Gun and we talked about a few weeks back about, you know, using the plane analogy. Yep. Where they basically pulled back the stick so hard that uh, if you remember whenever Tom Cruise actually had the first successful run on the course, he pulls the stick back so hard that uh, when he was getting chewed out by a superior, he said, not only did you achieve your goal, but you actually bent the frame of your airplane so much it can never be used again. I mean, (laughs) the Fed basically, I mean, remember the Fed actually, that's kind of what's going on is they pulled the stick back so hard. You know, they, they were so late to the game. And it was like, oh, my God, we're about to hit the wall. We got to pull the nose straight up. They did. And now we're we're causing all kind of heck and chaos. Right. So 
you know, we we have been, you know, hoping and praying that, you know, they were late to the game, then they went overboard. You know, will they stop? Will they will they stop raising rates uh, and start realizing that they have to let uh, let the interest rate cycle catch up? Uh, I think my personal opinion, I think the answer is maybe uh, not to be coy. It just is. You know, we've got uh, we've got inflation data that continues to tick down. It's not it's not where they want it to be. But uh, I think I told you this story before. You know, one of my one of my favorite stories is from a preacher and he was talking about um, he, he was getting these and he said it from the pulpit and he was getting these 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 kind of snappy emails about uh, this gentleman that was outside the church after church smoking a cigarette. And they were like, how you know, how how rude is that? You know, how can you do that? And he sent back an email reply and said, what do you want from him? He was smoking crack two years <laughs> ago. Right. You might not be where you want to be, but you're glad you're not where you were. <laughs> so. Right. So, yeah. So we're we're not at 10 percent inflation. We're back in the four handle yep. and it's it's continuing to tick down. So that's some good news. I really, I really think we've got, we've got some optimism yeah. uh, that we could start looking through some rose colored glasses. Um, I think you've, you've definitely got some things to worry about. I mean, let's face it. Uh, they, they bent the frame, you know, are we going to go through a recession? Or are we not? I, I really think it's, if we do, it could be a shallow recession. I don't think, I don't think we're going to go in this really deep, dark hole, but I also, you know, I don't think we're going to, I don't think we're going to shoot to the moon anytime soon either. So we have to have realistic expectations. Uh, The Fed, I think, you know, going forward, if, if it were me, I would go to wait and see, but there again, Jay Powell does not call me before he makes his decisions. So I'm sure there's a lot of you guys out there that agree that, you know, hey, interest rates have probably gone up too much. We need to sit there and see what happens. But mm, you and I don't get to make that call. So I think they could go neutral in the next meeting to two meetings. If that happens, uh, I think that will have some some good effect uh, on the market and on the economy because, you know, borrowing cost with the banking crisis kind of working hand in hand, Tony. One of the reasons why I think the Fed kept doing it is they were they were trying to recapture. Uh, we you know we call it saving face. You know, we were they were trying to recapture some of the face they lost by saying transitory, transitory, transitory. So they when they started raising and they said we're going to raise, be darned. That's exactly what they did. So, you know, now that we've got the banking crisis, I think they've got the 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 shade, if you will, to say, you know what? Uh, we we understand uh, what's going on. We know the banking issues uh, could could be further exacerbated by rate in, by rate increases. So, you know, let's just keep, you know, keep that at bay for right now and see what happens. I think if that happens, uh, it's going to take a you know six months, twelve months, maybe two years to work through. But I think we'll be okay. I, I think I think there's there's room for optimism on that front as well. So banking crisis, uh, I don't I don't think it's uh, it's the end of the world. I think we just have to work through it. And the debt ceiling, I uh, I think, is the next wall of worry. Uh, that you know we got the Fed out of the way, we got the debt ceiling or um, got the uh, banking crisis out of the way. So. You know, it's like it's like you're just swinging on a vine, right? You you swing from one, you you catch the next one, and you're like, oh man, it's another snake. Um, you know, it's the debt ceiling, right? Right. The debt ceiling 
we we get a lot of mixed messages from from Congress from the the president. Um, you know, we we hear all these. You know, I'm not negotiating, and then McCarthy says I'm not negotiating, and Hakeem Jeffries is on CNBC this morning. I'm not negotiating. We're gonna blah 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 blah. At the end of the day, uh, this will have been the most telegraphed calamity probably in history mm. because they started talking about this thing back in January, right? The debt ceiling all the way back whenever they were doing the uh, the vote to see who's going to be the speaker. You know, it took McCarthy, what, 15,000 votes? I'm just I'm kidding. 15, I think it was, what, 15 votes to, to actually get him to be speaker. Debt ceiling has been an issue. A lot of your a lot of your congressmen are like, you know, we've got to have some reform. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. And they won't do a clean debt ceiling increase. I mean, they've negotiated before and they've done clean debt ceilings before. So uh, I, I think what we're seeing right now is political theater, uh, as we are all accustomed to, because Lord knows, Tony. Do they like to? Do they like to, to ham it up and, and play to the crowd? Uh, what What do you think? I mean, do you think? Do you think this is a lot of political theater or much ado about nothing? Uh, I no, I, I it is political theater. Obviously, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot to that. Um, of course, it is. But at the same time, you know, like Janet Yellen came out. I think. It is serious. Obviously, if we uh, defaulted on our no, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying and 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 please don't 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 make that correlation. I'm not saying that this is not serious or not something we need to consider right. uh, or not something we need to address. Right. I'm just talking about how they're going well, about yeah, it. Yeah, that's political yeah, theater. Obviously, because basically yeah. they're they are taking every opportunity to to passive passively aggressive uh, attack their their cohorts. Right. right? Each side um, is trying to make the other one look like they're yeah, trying to yeah, ruin the country you know, and gonna. It reminds me country. of my kids. It reminds me of my kids when they break something. Right, they're in the house, and it's like the Brady Bunch. Whenever it's like, uh, I think, I think uh, Peter broke the lamp. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you, it's like who broke it? Well, he broke it. No, he broke it. No, she broke it. You know, <laughs> let let's face it, guys. Um, I do not think. How'd you like the Brady Bunch uh, reference? You know, most people. <laughs> I think most people that are listening right now are like, okay, I remember yeah. the Brady oh, Bunch. Yeah. I, I remember watch, that. I didn't watch Top episode. Gun, but yeah. I remember Brady. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, I I think uh, those of you listening, uh, don't get me wrong. We we have some issues because let's 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 talk about uh, the the wall of worry, right? What what people are really worried about, Tony, is. You keep hearing 2011 reference when we're talking about the debt ceiling, and let's face it, the market was not market was not in favor of, of the last time we we saw the the chicken, if you will, game of chicken with each other uh, on the debt ceiling increase. You know, back under Obama and Boehner, they butted heads. They did not get a resolution, and from for about a month and a half to two months, the the S and P was down about seventeen percent. Um, so, you know, it's not it's not something that's unfounded or, or without base. I mean, it is. I get it, and and I think that's what a lot of people are concerned about now is they're like, oh my goodness, the the market was you know was down nineteen to twenty five percent last year, hit twenty five a couple times. You know, the bond market was crap. What what's going to happen now this year? You know, all of a sudden, if we have another 18 percent downturn, what in the world are we going to do? But well, I mean, that is a possibility. And that's why I've told you before, and I'll tell you again, 
You need to be positioned accordingly. Sometimes getting defensive doesn't mean that every time the market goes up that you're going to get every single dollar on the table. Right. Because sometimes you need to be defensive so that when it does go down, you're also not getting dollar for dollar on the downside, right? Right. Because we're we're going to have opportunity. We're going to have the ability to rebalance. It's never going to be a straight line. You need to take risk off the table in some cases. You need to put risk on the table in some cases. But within your risk budget, right, your risk tolerance. And I think if you're a little concerned, um, what we've done actually for quite a few clients is, you know, we go ahead since we've had a, a pretty good bounce off the bottom. We're going to go ahead and shave off some income, go ahead and put three, six months of income away, uh, put it in some, you know, four or five percent yielding uh, assets, stable value, uh, liquid, and then basically just kind of wait and see, you know, if the market goes down. That's okay. We've got cash. We don't need to sell. We're good. If the market goes up, that's okay. We've got some cash. We're good. We can rebalance accordingly. But just giving yourself options is about about freedom. Knowing what to do and what not to do and not panicking, not overthinking it is freedom, right? Because you can be in your own prison. You can be your own prison in your mind if you let the wall of worry overtake you. You cannot sit there and just worry about every single thing. That's the reason why you need to have a professional guide. That's the reason why if that's you and you're listening to the sound of my voice going, everything you just said is exactly what I've been thinking for the last six months or, you know, you hit the nail on the head there. You hit the nail on the head here or nail here. Give us a call. 877-269-0839. Let us help you decipher what's going on for you and for your plan and make sure you're on the right path to success in your retirement, 877-269-0839, or visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Shoot us an email. We'll answer directly. Or you could always come to one of our courses. Uh, we offer them frequently. Go to our website, look at our schedule, or you can give us a call and we'll actually share with you the next time we're going to be in your area. So 877-269-0839. Well, and Travis, great show today. I encourage our listeners to pick up the phone and give you a call set up that complimentary no cost no obligation consultation to make sure that you have a financial plan in place a retirement plan in place uh, or get a second opinion if you think you've already got a plan get a second opinion there's a lot going on and you don't want to have to be climbing the walls of worry right you you want to be able to sleep well at night and you can even with what's going on out there uh, I think there's a lot of pomp and circumstance and political theater, like you say, regarding the debt ceiling. Uh, I don't think they're going to let that happen. Uh, it is a serious issue if they, if America defaults on its debt, that's serious. But uh, right now they're just playing the blame game and they're going to take it down to the wire and try to make the other party look bad. And, and we've talked about a lot. Or, or they're going to come in and someone at the last minute, and you know how this works, is someone's going to try to be the hero because you have an election coming yep. up next year. But the reason why I do feel they are going to come up with this resolution is exactly that. There is an election next year. So, you know, both sides are vying for control. 
if one side makes a mistake and they allow us to, to experience a large amount of pain, what do you think the voters are going to do next year? They're going to vote with their pocketbook mm-hmm. and they're going to say, you know what? You had four years. You didn't do this or you had yep. this and you didn't do that. And we're not voting for you anymore. And Tony, if they're not in there, they can't do what they want to do. So what do you think is going to happen? I really do think they are going to get a deal done. Now, what that deal is going to look like and is it going to benefit all Americans? Probably not. Let's just let's just face it. It just is not going to happen. However, is it going to be a default? Is it going to be train coming off the tracks? I doubt it very seriously. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. Well, you know what? We're almost out of time for today's show. Uh, thank you, Travis. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. And a great show once again, Travis. Tony, if our listeners need to reach out to us, give us a call, 877-269-0839. Make sure the wall of worry is not something that you're climbing on a daily basis. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.